This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. And I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. This week in Laura Brings Her Friends on Her Podcast to Have Difficult Conversations, (laughs) we are talking about... BBC porn. BBC, not the British Broadcasting. What's the last? What does that stand for? <laughs> Channel, is, Channel, Corp- Corporation, not company. The BBC. Although I would definitely be interested in that porn. Um, BBC is <laughs> in Big Black Cock. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so let's get right ahead of this. Yes. Uh, well, first let's introduce our our very generous guest. Yes, absolutely. Um, We'd like to welcome my good friend, Andy Lucian. Andy is a wonderful actor. We met through the theater world in New York. And as of recently, is an actor's safety rights advocate. Meaning through some very unfortunate circumstances, Andy was injured during a production process. uh, And consequently is now a a master of all things workers' comp and (laughs) performer rights and actors' equity. Uh, and by sort of default and unfortunate circumstance, has stepped up to advocate for himself and for others. Um, Andy's also a fan of the podcast. Yeah, let's let's be clear. I definitely am. Yeah, I definitely am. Part of what uh, inspired me to ask Andy onto the show is that we were having some of these conversations anyway about some of these problem areas in porn. Yes, some of the racial dynamics in porn. Uh, so welcome, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show and (laughs) and talking about this. Because to be clear, we it probably seems like we've been avoiding this, um, which uh, I would say. I I mean, I feel like we we haven't breached a lot of race problems in porn because we're two white women, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we didn't feel comfy just me and Laura talking about you know race. Yeah, some of these issues have obviously come up, and if you're a fan of the pod, you know we've talked about things uh, of this nature a bit. Um, but obviously, we don't want to be the only voices in the room. Exactly. Specifically, when we focus on these search terms, like we did a episode that talks about Asian porn, mm-hmm. and oh boy, was that a fun conversation with Dai O, oh, another you know actor, <laughs> advocate, and uh, activist who had some really eloquent things to say about. You know, why or why not these areas might be of interest to an audience Mm -hmm. and what we can do as podcasters and performers ourselves and just voices in the world Mm -hmm. uh, to guide our audience. And we have had some people write in about BBC. I don't know if those people are going to be happy with with the way this episode goes. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, some of those those folks are just curious or we're saying, are you avoiding this topic? Mm -hmm. And I think some (laughs) are fans and may or may not be happy with how this conversation goes down. I think it's a very worthy conversation to have. And if I'm, if it sounds like I'm saying you're racist, uh, <laughs> listeners, maybe you fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you are. <laughs> oh man, always fun. To anyway, find out, so Rangeli. yeah, we're doing a lot of talking. Um, Andy, yeah, I'm curious if you want to just start talking. Let's like ease in about like your relationship with porn, and uh, if there's anything particular like you go for or that mm-hmm. you. Uh, search when you're looking online. It's interesting because, I mean, I can't help but think of what you you two may have been being emailed oh, yeah. about <laughs> yeah, <I don't... laughs> BBC porn, yeah. particularly being sent to two white women. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, any... Yeah. Any tube site, if you if you happen to hate yourself enough to go down to the comments, right. I'm sure <laughs> mm-hmm. it would probably be somewhere in that world or that realm. What's really funny is um, uh, when I reached out to you, Laura, and yeah. we were having the conversation, I didn't really feel personally. And again, yeah. I know a lot of times, you know, as like. We're talking about BBC. Mm-hmm. I'm not making myself like the BBC representative. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. As, yes. You know, 
the foremost expert on yeah, this. Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> that pressure's off. We didn't bring you on for that reason, so. Yeah, no, but just like to speak, just speak individually for myself. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And, you know, whoever's making comments, be damned. No, don't. I, I love you. I'm making a joke. But um, it was interesting realizing at first because at first I started to try to think about, well, what do I look for? Right, right. And then that led me to the history of what I've looked for. Oh, sure. And it was funny because it, I thought about the fact that it wasn't until I had this long-term relationship that it was the first time that a partner alerted me to the fact that I wasn't looking for scenes with black men. Oh, interesting. Because interesting. realistically, I just hadn't thought about it. Right, right. Because, yeah. you know, as the evolution of availability of porn mm -hmm. and starting to come into this generation of it's available online. Oh, yeah. At first, you know, like probably a lot of other heterosexual males. Yeah. Just go and see what's being given to you. Yeah, like what's out there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You and just kind of eat what you're fed. Exactly. And realistically, I hadn't thought about the fact that, right. oh, I'm not really represented mm -hmm. in what's being shown. Right. And in the scenes that do have black men, mm -hmm. they're problematic. Oh, God, yeah. Even yeah. when you have scenes where it's two black performers. Yeah. Either mm -hmm. there was not as much resources advocated mm -hmm. to it or all these other things. And it was interesting because... It was the first time, like, her and I, she's, um, unfortunately, she's no longer with us. And um, it was the first time that we were watching porn together. Yeah. We had broken up. Yeah. We had gotten back together. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, it's time to spice things up as yeah. we're in college. So, yeah. dorm room's free. And she, she's like, let's watch this. And I pull something up. And she's into it, but not really. Mm. So I'm just like, okay, listen to another human being. Something's wrong about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like ask her, and she says, well, I tend to prefer scenes with men that look like you. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I had never thought about the fact yeah. that one, my partner might want to watch yeah. porn with men that look like me. Yeah. And yeah. two, that I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... Mm -hmm. Which then started leading me to, oh, well, why am I not? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting now looking back on that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, when you're younger, it just seems like you're given what's normal. And right. normal oftentimes, or at least at the time, well, still to a certain degree now, doesn't include diversity. Right. So then it's like, yeah. okay, let me start looking for men through her guidance actually right right like guys yeah. who have a similar body type mm -hmm. and good lord yeah yeah you, <laughs> i imagine you found it challenging because i mean mm -hmm. I, I like i think the only way i would think even now <clears throat> to go about that because there is such a lack of well a major discovery that rachel and i have <laughs> come up against even prior to this episode is that there's so little porn by uh, production companies run by people of color. Yeah. yeah. So naturally the gaze is skewed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and and then obviously, and we can dig right into this now, uh, there's a huge problem around like how black performers, particularly male black performers, are depicted in porn. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You actually sent me that letter from Justin Long when he said he was quitting yeah. interracial porn. Because 95% of his career, I think he said, was quote-unquote IR porn, which is not the search term today, but we're going to get into it because they're, right. they're yeah. interconnected. I mean, they, yeah. Um, uh, which is to say white women are Asian women specifically with black men. So the yeah. term interracial is is actually like specified <laughs> in this yeah. in this like cuckolded, um, you know, like the, the psychology of it is clearly for the white male gaze. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's, I imagine it was a challenge to find <laughs> <laughs> anything where you're like, yeah, seems like everybody wants to be here is having a good time and is represented and has agency and he looks like me, right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say even like blacks.com, which is like one of the biggest sites, um, mm -hmm. is run by Greg Lansky, who's mm -hmm. a white guy, you mm -hmm. know? 
like yes yeah. they have like you know they they compensate their performers and like you know from what i've learned it's like a it's a great working environment but like it's you know run by a white guy yeah it's it's interesting because black is a huge step forward yeah yeah it is to yeah to what was out there before. what was out there before yeah um from when, what i know they're not doing like you know super racial slurs right. in their you know right and it's <laughs> they're it's, not being <laughs> overtly just you know uh stereotypical right and well one of the things i typically love about listening to both of you is when it's just like you point out the problem and what's marginalized communities have this thing where it's like well at least there's that yeah and that's why i love the yeah but listen to both of you it's yeah. just like well well he checked in and yeah. it's just like <laughs> And it's like, oh, dear God. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, that's the bar. Yeah. But realistically, yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of um, that. There's not many presentations, not in porn that there's many, like, you know, you're watching married couples, but like any coupling that's not somehow illicit. Right. It's Mm -hmm. taboo. You know, um, yesterday having this conversation, you know, my girl said, you know, well, the underlying message is black men are wrong. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is the wrong thing. They're to otherized. Do. Yeah. yeah. You and know? it's always like the the sin, the taboo, no self respecting white woman is gonna do Whatever. this. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is even as I was like looking at the terms, even as horribly as tube sites describe describe women, there seems to be another subsect Oh yeah. Of violating women via search terms when they're now talking about BBC or black men mm-hmm. or interracial. Yeah. And, it, and then it was interesting for me going back to like the discovery of all this was that interracial, even though mm-hmm. we're, you know, porn performers are of all colors and races is specifically seems to be specifically about black men. Oh yeah. It's just black men, mm-hmm. black men, and white women. Yeah. yeah. Within, yeah. Within, yeah. or, or even like any fair skinned. Yeah. Like yeah. lighter skin. Oh, it anything. could be like a Latino woman, but Absolutely. like, <laughs> you and know, it's just still something. Yeah. So I remember when I when I found the Justin Long letter. Yeah, it was a confirmation at the time. Like, okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, you see the search terms, you see um, things like monster. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was Blackzilla. Yeah. There was um, a lot of King Kong references. Oh, I bet. I mean, just a lot of just animalistic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it literally felt like sometimes, <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't laugh, but it felt like I was reading up about Birth of a Nation. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are, these, these, this kind of imagery is, imagery is a direct correlation yes. to, to like racism throughout American history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which points to this issue that this kind of porn, uh, is is fear mongering and is perpetuating yeah. a, a racial dynamic that comes from this historic white male gaze. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I, I sent you this Vice article that yes, that blew did. my fucking mind. I looked up this writer because this is like one of the smart. I mean, we've, t- we've talked about Vice a bunch on mm-hmm. this show because they have some really great sex writers. Um, this writer, I think Zoe Sabmudzi. I'm hoping. That's how you say it. I apologize if that's incorrect. Um, she's a sociology doctoral candidate, so by no means is this a surprise. This is a brilliant writer, but she. I'm just going to read this paragraph word for word because it's so perfectly boiled down, um, like what the race dynamic in porn is magnifying. Um, mm-hmm. This article is called What Interracial Cuckold Porn Reveals About White Male Insecurity. Um, so again, this is about interracial, but I think it touches on the BBC, like you mentioned, the monster porn and this like animalistic, like primal, like scary depiction of black men in porn. She says the interracial cuckolding genre breathes life into the truism that some kind of sexual attraction, openly acknowledged or not, is often a component of racial contempt. And the genre's black thug filled storylines make clear that this attraction is not simply sexual desire, but an 
evocation and fetishism of historically racist tropes that allow for a contained witnessing of black male sexual prowess that white men simultaneously loathe, fear, and envy. What was crazy? I thought that was the most eloquent thing I'd 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 read in a long time. Like that just really beautifully summarizes like this is an attraction and a fear, yeah, and like therefore a like distancing and an otherizing. But like, <laughs> if you're a, a racist white dude watching BBC porn, it's because you're mad jealous. It's because yeah. you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, the interesting thing is, is when I read that, I in my in my head, I immediately yes ended. Yeah. And uh-huh. it was like, if yeah. I wanted to add something, it was and seek to destroy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's that's that fear component. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of understanding. It's a lack of nuance. It's it's tearing down someone's humanity and otherizing them and saying, like, you're a scary monster. You must be destroyed mm-hmm. in the like most basic of terms. Yeah. That is what it boils down to. Which is just, um, you know, it's, it's crazy that it's still around. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's interesting because if you ask me, do I think it's going anywhere? I'd say no. Yeah, right. I mean, because the saddest thing was when I was finding it and finding it in scenes where it either wasn't as racist or yeah. like the racism didn't exist. It was like, well, this, well, this is hot. Like, there's yeah. something that there's, there's definitely. I remember I watched an interview with Lisa Ann, um, mm-hmm. who honestly, through those those dark porn times, it was like a, like she was one of the performers who was actually performing yeah. with black men. Because yeah. I mean, and this was something I was thinking about: how many top performers yeah. just refused to perform with black men, right? And like, right. What, what was the thing? That she had said, I'm trying to remember the thing that she had said specifically, but she had alluded to a lot of that about how, you know, this otherizing, this kind of like, it's just, this is not a thing that you should be doing or you should do it towards the end of your career to generate some sort of interest. Well, there was an entire, well, yeah, I mean, you can not. You can charge oh, as a white woman. Mm-hmm. You can get so much more money mm-hmm. if you for your first IR porn, and like it doesn't affect how much money the male performers making. Right. You'd be like, well, yes, it's my first a- one. It's my first one. It's mm-hmm. my debut. Yeah. So you can yes. you know mark it up so high, mm-hmm. and like the male performer, the it doesn't change how much money he makes. And it's insane. Yes. And what's crazy about that? The flip. If you're a black woman, yeah. you can't charge more. Oh no, black woman yeah. makes the least it's, amount. Oh my god. And in this industry, yeah. as much as things are terrible for BBC, if yeah. oh, you yeah. want to talk about how horrible it is, I know in the industry for black women and sweet jesus i know it's insane you know what i mean yeah i just want to extra clarify for our listeners because of these sort of trends um particularly around interracial porn there is like literally a agent driven and industry driven guideline that uh dictates a hierarchy of like what is the hardest or the craziest or the edgiest kind of porn with (laughs) with gangbang and interracial uh, like and like the sort of hierarchy of like this is my first time doing porn then I'm going to graduate to anal porn then I'm going to graduate to gangbangs and then I'm going to graduate to interracial it's just like the how, idea, why is that the last <laughs> yes know? and the 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 idea is that if you put off the interracial you wait a, lo- wait a long time and then you as Rachel said claim a high price for that interracial debut but what that does is perpetuates this one corner of the industry yeah. that isolates black men to interracial porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, and you could, you and isolates get... them specifically to this kind of like cuckolding porn and this right. kind of porn yeah. that's about destroying the woman and the black man coming in as the scary monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even read that white women can even get hazard pay. Really? For that? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Because the idea that we're perpetuating. Oh man, a couple but like weeks. DAP, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. And because yeah. black men are larger, then yeah. that's an additional hazard that they're taking on. I can't imagine what it's like to have that kind of pressure as a man. <laughs> like we talked a little bit on for when we met with Corey for other people's podcasts. He was like, "It's like you know, the first time you like have sex with me, you're like, so." Wh- 
what did you think? What are you like, expecting <laughs> here? Like, what, I mean, like, was, was it, was it what it's, you were expecting? Or? Yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, yeah. so let's have an immediate talk back. Yeah, it's just it's like, like, that's insane. I mean, honestly, what was, what was crazy is talking to like a couple of my friends yeah. about it, like black women, black men, and <clears throat> my boy he pointed out this thing is just like the pressure is a lot he's just yeah. like this pressure that he's like white men don't necessarily have yeah to be not just i guess above average which we've all um realized is like what i think it's like five inches is about <laughs> yeah. average yeah yeah five, it's but, like 5.3 is like the current estimated average and just because based on that average black men i think are like 5.45 yeah you're expected <laughs> yeah. to be ridiculous. Yeah. Which yeah. another which another one of my friends pointed out leads to a lot of I love the term he used, dick dysmorphia. Oh yeah. <laughs> among oh, yeah. black men. Yeah. Because Absolutely. how do you have any realistic sense of where you fit in yeah. if you're watching porn performers? That are being billed as 12 inches or more. Which are already just not average because just based on the fact that they're porn stars. Like Mm -hmm. you get hired because you have a big dick. Right. And then on top of it, it's not just the fact that they have huge penises. It's like the body types. Yeah. I mean, these men are. Yeah. These dudes are bad. These are big dudes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. It's nuts. Even like what's. when Will uh, gets um, his video later, but Mickey, Mickey is, Mod, a, yeah. yeah, Mickey Mod has got a great body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But within porn, like for black men, he's yeah. consi- he's more on the slender yeah, side. Yeah, he's lean. Yeah, yeah, he's considered like petite yeah. compared to the right. stereotype yeah. that you see in mainstream porn. So yeah. when you so when you see it, then based on something that, again, was established during slavery, right. became a gene mutation. And yeah. it's just now passed down. It's just like, okay, so now we go into the stereotypes of just got out of prison yeah. or like broke into... Burglars. Burglars. Yeah. yeah. Robbers, Which, yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, so I broke out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I'm still wearing the jumpsuit. Yeah. And the first thing I'm going to do is break into a white woman's house? Yeah, it seems sad. It was just like, you'd watch it, and I'm just like, I where know. are his friends? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like, the porn industry is like, I, there's like this great, like, is it, it's like a chicken or an egg thing. Right. Like, it's like, do we, does porn have issues with race? Because, like, we do. Or, like, is porn, you know, like, taking it and, like, magnifying it and blowing it up to, like, point point it out, you know? Are you quoting Mickey Maud, Rachel? I, I think I found yeah. the same article. Yeah. Does mainstream porn have a race problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he calls himself the porn performer who talks too much about race. Um, but I think God because he's willing. Yeah. And he's uh, carved out a space for himself in the the more ethical side of porn and, and therefore has a bit more of a voice and has, yeah. yeah, put it really, really eloquently, as Rachel said, is it, a, is it, you know, America has a race problem or porn has a race problem and it's a chicken and egg thing. And I don't think you can eliminate race problems in porn without solving race problems in our greater society. Yeah. And also like, you know, like destigmatizing porn. You know, like we don't hold porn to the same value as like other media. Right. So, uh, of course, like people are just it's 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 been unchecked and unnoticed yeah. for so long. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. the fact that you have to use the search term ebony is offensive. Well, what's even crazier is then you start to see how even ebony is its own term. Yeah. And ebony tends and sometimes is used more specifically for black women with white men. Yeah. Which then leads you directly to having to put BBC mm-hmm. to look for that kind of porn. And right. then to look for, to have to put in that term to look for men that look like you. Exactly. I mm-hmm. mean, like, there's, it's unfair. Always, there's always an othering. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting because oftentimes we're talking about the male gaze and it's like 100%. And then I'm just like, which men? Yes. It's forces <laughs> white male. Yeah, white men. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's like not to try to say "woe is me" as a cisgendered heterosexual male. Yeah, it's it's this this thing does affect 
how you view yourself, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. you view people who look like you. It's just always when you're enjoying a medium that consistently refers to you as an animal. Yeah. It's like, mm. how can you not have some form of fill in the blank morphia? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. there, there is extra work that has to be done. And then when you're looking for these terms and you actually find the performers who actually w- will work with black men, mm-hmm. but then the title. Yeah. Yeah. Or in mm-hmm. one of the articles, um, the story of that one performer, Mo. Um, and mm-hmm. the funny thing is his, his, um, his nickname is Mo the Monster. And then the interesting thing is, I'm thinking about it as like, I don't know if he meant monster in that sense. Yeah. Like, he could have meant, <laughs> like, you know, whether it's like a, it could be like a sports term, but really good. It sounds like, oh, that dude's a monster. It's not necessarily yeah. like he yeah. is King Kong swinging from the top of the Empire yeah. State Building. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like he is really skilled at this. And yeah. then having to be in a situation where, like, he was in the article where he's saying, no, I'm not okay with. Her calling me a nigger. Yeah. Saying it yeah. several times and it happening anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's and my shock when I read that because I was like, damn, I like that performer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like cause she was because I mean, if you're gonna watch I mean, I know the search term isn't interracial, but it's impossible to talk about BBC without Yeah. Yeah. And Well, be because of the way that porn labels interracial. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, you tend to uh, you you remember the players, yeah, because it is a small group of people comparatively. Yeah, I mean, who was and I guess in the past twenty years, who was the biggest one of the biggest female performers ever? I think it was Jenna Jameson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson never performed with black men. Yeah, ever. <laughs> like yeah. she never did. She short. I mean, for whatever her reasoning, and she she had opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? What could it have done to the industry? And how could people have risen? Like performers, mm-hmm. I mean, a performer like Lexington Steele is fantastic, was definitely in her class, yeah. like, you know, on that level, but never performed Huge, yeah. with her. Yeah. So yeah. while she's up here, there's a certain cap to your level of success. Yeah. Because yeah. as I saw in this, like there's this, The Daily Show even covered this. Really? Yeah. And they were talking to um, two black performers, Misty Stone and Prince Yashua. Mm-hmm. And he said, in what other industry is it okay for you to just say, you won't work with me because of the color <laughs> of my skin? Like, literally, like, it's, well, we're going to. It's, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. To if, literally, like, call it out and not even, like, hide it. Not even know? hide it. because to, Not that it's good to hide literally it. Literally like, be it's, it's in such plain view mm-hmm. and porn. My industry makes it okay for me to say, I'm not going to work with you. I can actually yeah. discriminate against you. Yeah. And yeah. to have an industry that kind of like promotes it. And like all, and like kind of be respected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. TMZ yeah. recently did something about yeah. this porn star who basically said the same thing. Yeah. And it's porn's are no consequences. Yeah. And because of the stigma, as you said, it no one's unchecked. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, well, it's porn. Yeah. It's like, well, porn is a reflection of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know porn I mean? is, I mean, I think the most haunting thing I've been thinking about in light of this topic doing the research this week in particular is that it won't solve any pro like from a like approaching it from the industry side saying like let's say it's illegal and like fix it from this side what knowing all of this teaches us is that America still has a major race problem because Absolutely. the reason that this porn is being made is that People are still gobbling it up and watching it. And yeah. I, I found an article that said even more so than they used. Like there was a spike in interracial porn in 2016. And that makes what we're saying sense. that like in the confines of their own homes and in the safety of like no one gets to know I'm doing this, racist porn is still doing quite well. Yeah. Thriving. Um, which is to say that we, we have a much deeper issue that still needs uh, massive amounts of work to be done. And while I think it would be productive to get rid of these terms altogether, like mm-hmm. and to say yeah. like you can't discriminate by any means against a performer based on the color of their skin, you can't decline to do scenes with black men just because, like we've we've codified it as a hierarchical something something in right. this industry. If even if you got rid of all of that or figured out a way to untangle that mess from the perspective of the, of the performers in the porn industry. We would still have this massive race problem underneath it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So that's bleak, but I had to say it out loud. With that being said, though, there are like a, a lot of the ethical platforms and the indie porn platforms that we promote on the show. You can't mm-hmm. search for yes. skin color. On, wow. on the side of porn that we yeah. are trying to guide folks to, they're already doing this and already trying to be representative and inclusive mm-hmm. and thoughtful about how they engage with performers and how they champion them and their identities and their humanity. Mm. Uh, but it's 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 small, you know. It's it's still a tiny drop in a massive bucket. Mm-hmm. It's also, I mean, and that's on me. But really, before your podcast, I didn't even know how to find yeah those sites. Yeah, mm-hmm. like in a world where you like, oh, porn's so easy to find. Like the ethical <laughs> ones, I had no idea uh, like yeah. where they were, what they were called. They weren't letter um, necessarily pitched. Right. In in my direction. <laughs> well, no, it's because yeah. no one talks about it, you right. know? And especially, I love the stat about 2016 because my joke is always like, give me enough time on any like porn site and I can tell you who's going to win in what election. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, if you started to look at it, suddenly my favorite like around that time to talk about was like Justin Long released that letter. And it was just ironic. That's around 2007. And suddenly there's this charismatic young senator from Chicago that starts running for president. And suddenly, Mm -hmm. yes, you have so many stereotypes still. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden you started seeing a few scenes with black men in suits. Oh, sure. (laughs) Finally. Like it started. It's like, let's start. Marcus, come over here. Yeah. Let's let's put a suit. Let's oh let's let's see God. what takes Tim's off. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. And we started to see that, which started to it's still yeah. happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? We start to see more of not just prisoner mm-hmm. scenes. And what started to happen was in a mainstream sense as a fan, you said be like, Well, I guess this is more ethical. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then still there was the oh, the wife is cheating on the husband with this man who happens to be wearing a suit. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's the um, body type. Like there's not much diversity in body type no. with black men in mainstream porn. Mm-hmm. Like these men are again, call me biased. I think above average attractive oh, and yeah. like, <laughs> like insane body. Insane, we'll allow that. Insane. Yeah. insane. Yeah. Physiques, yeah. like you're just sitting there. I'm like, there's no way I'm hitting that. Right. Like, <laughs> like realistically, yeah. and yet they're still relegated to like the back row. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what was when I'm what I saw when I was listening to black male performers and seeing it, maybe I could recognize it because I one felt it and two experienced it is pain. Mm. Like when I was watching the prom, the uh, Prince Yashua interview. He was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's sitting there and he's talking to Roy Wood Jr. Of course, it's like a comedic sure. tilt to it. But you could see it in his eyes when he's yeah. talking about, like, the thug, the the way that it's marketed, the way that that then affects you financially. It's all around the fact that I am working in an industry that refuses to see my humanity. Right. And can make money off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's... How do you reconcile with that? As how do you re- how do you reconcile with that outside of some, on without some form of self hatred? Yeah, I mean, and it goes. We see it all over the time in mm-hmm. media. Um, I've always, since I was a kid, and it's resurging recently, been a fan of like sports entertainment, professional wrestling. Yeah, and like <laughs> recently, they started a, a cuckolding storyline. Oh boy. they did it's like and it's 2019 everyone who's a fan of wrestling knows it's fake it's pre sure it's predetermined Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you can really get hurt because it's high speed stage combat and they're really doing this you don't fake getting hit with a chair (laughs) but like they're like okay we're all part of the story we've agreed to it Mm -hmm. there's a married couple um man and woman are both white it's in real life everyone knows they're married now they've started a storyline where this wrestler, who is one of the largest human beings I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> is now starting an affair with his wife. Yeah. He's huge. He's black. He's bald. Yeah. They fight all the time over it. They come out. She's 
she's walking around with her. I mean, I, I'm just gonna say her black buck. Yeah. In that sense, mm-hmm. and what's been funny is they've talked to the wrestlers and they're talking about the fact that both her and the other and the black performer are receiving death threats. Jesus. Like the WWE. Oh, yeah. The WWE is receiving death threats over this storyline. So it's it's that it's the Vogue cover with LeBron James and yeah. Giselle. It's that same kind of thing that just keeps perpetuating and right. then it just makes its mm-hmm. way into mainstream porn. Yeah. And it's just like Yeah. Ooh, which boy, is getting in the way of yeah. which is getting in the way of what Lisa Ann says is something which I loved how she described it because she's also a director. Mm-hmm. And she says what's hot about it is that it's three dimensional. Yeah. Like if you're literally watching these two performers you get a three-dimensional aspect based on like the difference in skin color, these kinds of things, which is actually, if we removed everything else, could be actually sexually exciting right. for people. Mm-hmm. But you have to swim through. <laughs> you you have to swim else. through America's yeah. race problem. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It just kind of hammers it all home that I feel like everything is made for white men everything yeah <laughs> which mm-hmm. is and man or just white people in general but, but you know well which is to say that like one of the potential ways to chip away at this is to invite other audiences in yeah because mm. we're obviously speaking to the mainstream aggregates and the majority of their data is coming from the white male gaze because that's primarily who's looking and who's on those sites and the more we destigmatize porn in general and have these conversations and create a demand for inclusive porn and for porn that is considerate of all bodies and all types of people and all identities then just capitalism will help do the work. Not that I think yeah. capitalism is going to solve the fucking problem of capitalism in right. our in our white supremacist capitalist society but we can chip it away, chip away at it by inviting audience in and by pushing the needle towards other content, right. creating that com- competition. Right. I mean, and as much as I could talk about how this is like, you know, how it affects and this, there are other communities of men who just plain don't exist. Yeah. Within porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, absolutely. As bad as it is for me, it's just like. There are people who just aren't represented. Who just can't even see themselves yeah. at all. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean, it's just like not to say that I don't know necessarily that they would prefer this, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, at least there's a conversation to be had because at least, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that sense. Well, let's hope for better. <laughs> and oh, also, absolutely. as you said, be thoughtful about folks who are entirely unrepresented as well. Yeah. And what's also what's also interesting is just like especially with like the te- the terrible it's really hilariously bad. I yeah. mean, you know, it's really bad. <laughs> like, yeah, you just mean in general that this porn sucks. Yes, it's just yeah, like it's the, also just bad porn. Like not yeah, only is like it problematic, in, but like why it's is not he still wearing good. jeans? <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it's just like all of these things, Mm -hmm. and it just reinforce because I, as you can see, I have so much to say on this topic, but it's just like it reinforces toxicity. Yeah, with Mm -hmm. within communities that toxicity oftentimes is a survival mechanism based off of all of the oppression that has been pushed on. If you're constantly a target to be killed, yeah. it creates this kind of shell that unfortunately it pushes through life. And yes, at times you are then blind to all the people who you do hurt, primarily women. But it's one of these things where it's like, okay, so I can take this shell off. Are you going to try to, are you going to stop trying to kill me now? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's the chicken and the egg kind of problem so it's like oh, okay so this is what it is to be a black man like no no it's not please no no it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy should we take a break yeah let's take a quick break okay cool the film reroll is a comedy storytelling podcast that runs famous movies as role-playing games and lets the dice take them in new and ridiculous directions that you never knew you wanted to see Ever wonder what would have happened if the government had caught E.T.? Or if Alan from Jumanji hadn't gotten sucked into the board game? 
Or if the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz had taken an axe to Glinda the Good Witch? The film re-roll uses dice and improv to find out. It's the comfortable banter of friends getting together to have a laugh and play around in the worlds of all your favorite movies. Available on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We're back. Back and we're ready to talk about porn. Um, (laughs) So the first video we're going to talk about is from Heavenly Spire. Um, which we found from PinkLabel.tv, which is uh, a, a site hosted and curated by Shine Louise Houston, um, mm-hmm. who's an erotic filmmaker, and she's known for Crashpad, um, and uh, she also directs uh, directed this video. Yes. Um, Heavenly uh, Spire focuses on masculine beauty and sexuality and how it manifests on different bodies in a unique cinematic style. It's a little wonderful. Line. Also worth noting, Shine Louise Houston is one of the few... Uh, people of color producing porn. Yes. And mm. the production company is Pink and White Productions. You might also know them from Crash Pad series, which we've talked about before on the show. And I'd love to offer a wonderful little quote from Shine Louise Houston uh, that I think sort of touches on the conversation uh, we had before the break mm-hmm. and is a nice little kickoff as we lead into this film. I believe there's a lot of room and need to create adult content that's real, that's respectful and powerful. It's the perfect place to become political. It's a place where money, sex, media, and ethics converge. Mm. So this video features Mickey Maud, who we spoke to earlier. Um, Wonderful performer. Comes up on this show probably every other episode. Honestly. Has been on the show. Yeah. Uh, Fabulous performer. And this is old school. Mickey, like, he's a, it's a baby Mickey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Um, When me and Laura were emailing about, like, what we should do, because I was like, should we talk about Blackstock.com? Like, you know. And then she was like, I feel like we should have a a video featuring Mickey because he is someone who speaks about race so much in the adult entertainment world. It felt wrong not to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, essentially just like a masturbation video. Like this is essentially him Solo talking male. about his body on his terms and then enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so definitely different than maybe what you'd find in a mainstream <laughs> BBC search. Yeah, if you're looking but for. But listen, we're we're subverting here. Yes. We're here to subvert the expectations. I and the, see you, the BBC, and I'm raising you this. <laughs> <laughs> this is our response. Um, yeah, it's essentially a solo male video. I loved it because I felt like it was very intimate. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, it's just him like talking about his body and like parts that he liked. And I felt like he was a little like shy and like felt, it it just felt like uh, not something like a conversation he's like used to having, which is interesting because he's an adult performer. Like he was like, I don't know, like my, I think my forearms are sexy. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. I love that he says (laughs) forearms. He wasn't like, you know, my grundle is, <laughs> is the most attractive thing. I love the way it looks on camera, you know. I love that, too, because I genuinely find forearms really sexy. Yeah. And, and he, he does, does have... He does have good ones. He's got like a <laughs> veiny vascular We immediately forearms. go to objectify. You're right, Mickey, and they're good forearms. Yeah, they are hot. <laughs> they do it for me. Um, it's It was what, what struck me, because I haven't watched a lot of solo male videos yeah. Mm-hmm. The interview, yeah, like asking yeah. him what he found attractive about his own body. Oh, yeah, particularly uh-huh. watching mm-hmm. a performer of color mm-hmm. talk about that. I was just yeah. like, oh, well Bodies, done. Like celebrate yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was yeah. nice. It gave him agency. Yeah, and yeah. also like what his particular fantasy is right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is exciting. Um, yeah, but yeah, Mickey Maud, I wrote this down. Mickey Maud wants to fuck in a Nordstrom bathroom, and I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Mickey, I will meet you there. Yeah. That is such a specific. He was like, he just goes on, like, maybe like in a bathroom. He's like, doesn't have to be like a bar bathroom, could be like Nordstrom. I was like, <laughs> I feel you. I know. <laughs> I Sometimes they're really nice. The whole time I was thinking, you know exactly what Nordstrom yeah, bathroom right, you're talking for sure. about. <laughs> Yeah. It's like this. I was like, I feel you. I feel he knows where the cameras yeah. are. He yeah. knows where uh-huh. the he's got time. a particular one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's so then we see him masturbating in a bathroom, mm-hmm. and then and then in a bed. Um, and it's yeah, it's nice. It's intimate. You know, it's it's just kind of like it's him alone. Like 
you know, it's it's interesting to see him a performer that I'm so used to seeing with other people, uh-huh. like just what he does on his own. Yeah. It was nice. Felt like a little peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he jerks off and he and he comes delightfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was again watching one of these. You can't help it. It's just like holy crap. Do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like just well, that's funny. Particular particular movements. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah that's funny you said that because I wrote down it never hurts to watch a man masturbate. I mean, yeah. as a straight woman, because I was yeah. like, oh, interesting, interesting technique. Yeah. Like I don't spend a lot of time watching porn specifically featuring like male solo right. vibes, except for like on the show. And I was like, okay, so he's going this way. He's sort of pulling down as opposed to like, I think mm-hmm. of like a tug towards the body, but he's doing more of a tug away from the body. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the motion is outwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're right. trying to pull the cum out of you. Right. It's like yeah. a certain a degree milking. of twist. Yes. Yeah. Certain yeah. degree of twist. What was, oh, yeah. It was interesting also the holding around the base. Oh, yeah. I liked, yeah. I liked that too. I noted that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. Like you're watching someone do something you do, and yeah. you're like, "Huh? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Where do they come up with it? Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, and you're oh, like, oh, he likes that too. Okay. Cool. Like, oh, 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 that might be a thing to try. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. And yeah. Also, and and again, I'm like, I see for the people that this is their jam. Yeah. I get why this is your jam. Yeah. Like it's just like I I totally see this. Yeah. I totally see there's a very attractive man this setting, the mm-hmm. fact that we've had a moment with him, he's, he's human. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like he's sensual. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like I was like I'll listen, if he's in that Nordstrom, I'll help him find people who wants to be in the bathroom with him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like I'm like there you go. He's over there. Yeah. He just seems like, you know, what a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Andy, um, did you ever think that as we became friends, I would invite you to come on a podcast and talk about another man's masturbation technique? Did you see that in our future? First time we met. <laughs> yeah. You knew. First time You're like, she's going to ta- make me talk about other men masturbating. Yeah. I'm like, ready for yeah. this. Yeah. This like, is a friendship I'm here for. <laughs> all I kept thinking was, what? day exactly is when? it going to happen it's like, mm, I think it's going to be a cold December it took us a while but we got here yeah. look at us look oh. at us who thought we'd get here not I me um, shall we talk about the other one yeah let's talk yeah. about Naughty in the Tub Yes. Um, I found this video that was on Balesa, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, a site we talk about a lot, but it's from New Sensations, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. the parent company and like sister label of Digital Sin, which um, has been around for forever. Um, a very popular mainstream um, production company uh, founded by Scott Taylor in 1999. Uh, Naughty in the Tub with Jason Brown and Demi Sutra. Love it. Quick so little... basic summary. Yeah. Uh, we open on Demi. She is wearing a sick negligee. Yeah, it's like white lace, like uh, thin strapped, like bodysuit upper with like a long, full length, flowing, Mm -hmm. sheer white um, dress. What do you call it? The bottom of the negligee, full length skirt. It's a Um, slip. You could just call it a slip. Sure. It's amazingly um, detailed. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what she was wearing. <laughs> yeah, Rachel and I are here for the outfits. Yeah, mm-hmm. mostly. So, well then, I'm also like big on like leotards and like bodysuits and like mm-hmm. negligee. Like mm. in terms of the lingerie world, I love a I love a leotard or bodysuit or like a negligee vibe. So Absolutely. I I just Absolutely. immediately was like, where'd she get it? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm like ever wearing a full length. Negligee for my sexual encounters, but I dream of a day when that's <laughs> that's the bitch yeah. that I get to be. Um, so we open up a phone call, and she's I don't have it word for word, but she's essentially being like, Come over, I left the door open, I'll be waiting for you. I'm gonna hop in the bath, yeah. And then she gets in the bath with the negligee on, which is very sexy. I know, like, it's like, Oh, interesting choice, yeah. Leave it on, huh? We've got some like foamy bubbles, and we've got mm-hmm. the negligee sort of like gracing her body in an elegant and artful way. Uh, And then um, Jason comes home. Yeah. (laughs) I have to say, I'm into bathtubs. Yeah. Bathtubs are sexy to me, just in general. They are to me visually, 
but also very logistically challenging. Sure. So I, I'm sort of hats off to these performers for Mm -hmm. making this work because it's like, it's one of those, it's like a a claw foot tub. Is that what we call it? Yes. Um, Is that the term? Yeah, like a standalone, like porcelain tub, like a white with like the feet, you know? Mm -hmm. And so not the biggest tub. No. No. And at one point, I mean, they fool around. He he fingers her a bit. Yeah. Uh, they go down on each other. Important um, to note, I'm just sort of spoiler in. alerting. What's up? Important to note, he walks in wearing a suit. Yes. You know? Yes, he did. I he mean, walks was, in. He's got a good like job. Quality suit. Yeah. He's not walking. He, they don't. They don't have him coming in wearing Tim's. Right. And like you know. <laughs> right. And the thing is, it's like it's not to disparage Tim's. It's right. Like no. Not at all. But very it's, useful. I, I own some Tim's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Listen. I don't know what you're trying to. <laughs> very useful boot. Yeah. I'm still wearing do rags when I'm trying to get my waves. Exactly. It's just like these are all beautiful things. It's just the positioning of it. Oftentimes. Yeah. yeah. And he like head to toe. This dude is sharp. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. this is a great, like, thank you for not falling into tropes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, it's just two people having yeah. loving sex, which yes. is like mm-hmm. what should be available to anyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, so they get to fucking in the tub. They get to fucking. <laughs> and what I was getting is it's quite impressive athletically and logistically oh yeah so water yeah, can no be give. challenging in yes. in sex in general mm-hmm. it's very true Wait, sorry what'd you say andy i was like there's no give in that tub oh I yeah mean, like it's yeah it's it's, it's well made yes it's, it's built yeah well. i was i was worried <laughs> for her knees at one point she's like on top of him yeah and water is a difficult logistical thing like the, i think what they were actually doing purposely is like coming up above the yeah water. i noticed that too because i was like how like then i'm worrying if about you're the fucking soap. and you're just like slamming water into yeah. a person mm-hmm. it can actually like, like fuck up your lubrication and it? also like just yeah be weird and like even cause infections if you if you're in a, right is it ph you know, balance like, unsavory what soap is she using yeah, yeah. What kind of bubbles are that? They're very bubbly. <laughs> yeah, I need to know. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, hard to say. I mean, but soap, yeah, they... soap, will, soap will kill the mood immediately oh, on yeah. both parts. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I they, actually... like, he's sort of, like, arching above, like, he's sort of lifting his hips, and then she's sort of supporting herself with the tub and then mm-hmm. fucking him from above. Like, right. very impressive athletically yeah. is all I'm getting at. Yes. Oh, um, well executed. They make it look seamless, which... Yeah. I wrote down, like, don't try this at home, folks, because it's not an easy maneuver. I loved right. seeing her body through the wet slip. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he, like, lifts it up and eats her out from behind, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was an um, there was a fantastic amount of, like, oral in this scene from him to her. Like, that was... Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic yeah. in that sense. What I loved was the eye contact. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like very there connected. was very connected. Like it's it didn't need that. Let's say the I'm this and you're this. Like the storyline breakdown is just like these two people are connected and they yeah. care about each other. Whatever it is at this point, I don't really care. Yeah. It's just like there's constant checking in. Yeah. There's constant communication. There's all of that. It was it was just fantastic to see them in the same scene. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Then they get out of the tub and they have sex in a bed, which like sigh of relief for me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was like thank God they got to a bed. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yes, his dick is large, but there's no mention of it, which I was like, great. Yeah. This is great. We don't need it to hear about like how big it is, you know? Yeah, and it doesn't need to be like this object like detached from him as a person. Right. Right. Like he is exactly. just a he is just a porn performer who happens to have a big dick because he's a porn performer. And, and they're having sex. And right. we don't need to like fixate on it and they yeah. just have wonderful sex. Right. And she seems to enjoy herself very much. Oh yeah. If I do say so. And it's I could athletic. have done with more clit stuff once they were actually fucking, but I, yeah. I'm always I'm Me always too. gonna ask for that. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna hold that to a high standard. <laughs> I have to say it's quite athletic. At one point he's basically in a plank mm-hmm. fucking her. Oh absolutely. I was like, wow, okay. Yep. And then at one point she's in a yoga move called Bird of Paradise. I don't know if anyone else noticed that, where she wraps her shoulder <laughs> in front of her leg and then wraps her arm or the, her forearm around her leg. I was like, that is impressive. 
Oh, they, they're both athletes. I yes. didn't know it was called Bird of Paradise. N- but neither did I. Yes, yeah. impressive. Neither did I. No, no they're both athletes. Yeah. Like, I was watching them yeah. just like, okay, all right, yeah. No one's skipping like day. Right. This is just the... You know what? They deserve this moment. Yeah, absolutely. They deserve a bath <laughs> and they deserve to have a lovely time with each other. Mm-hmm. What was... um. It was interesting Like we were talking about, like, yes, he has a large dick. It's not mentioned. And what was also interesting to me was just, like, he didn't start the scene yeah. fully hard. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which to me was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Because that's real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, yeah. No, it's I mean, a really great point. So much of porn sets this precedent that dicks are just always hard or, like, hard by the time, of, like, you take off clothes and, like, boing, but, like, that's just not reality. And men never wear underwear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, right. And realistically, especially with, like, black men, yeah, especially with the expectation that you yeah. are ready for this, it is about to happen. And full, you know, full steam ahead to be like, no turning him on also right which was like really really cool and a lot of times i don't know that men always know that they need to be turned on mm-hmm. for something to, to something to happen right so it was really nice to just yeah. see that i love that he yelled when he came too i loved that <laughs> he yelled and i'm just like, laughing at andy's face laughing at that he yelled. It was no, no. Tell me more. I loved it. It was awesome. like, well, it was just like you know. I feel like he really needed it. You know, it was like maybe it'd been a couple days. <laughs> I like to think that like it was like his balls had been heavy and like it was just like oh my god, I had a hard day at work right. and like he's running that advertising firm. Yes, it is difficult. You know, <laughs> he is running that advertising firm. You know, maybe and they've gone through like a, maybe they've gone down a dry neck. spell in their mm-hmm. relationship They're and really like really starting. Things yeah, over. and she was like, "I've I've set this this afternoon up for us, yeah. and you know maybe if they reached a new um a, a new level in their relationship, you know, oh, yeah, this things were unlocked. They're 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 way stronger. Yes, they are. This. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, I think they're gonna together. make it. I think they oh, got yeah. a long bright future yeah. ahead. They do. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it's interesting, especially with like you know when. You can't help but then start following performers. Yeah. So like Jason, I think there's like a group of black men that I'm just like, yeah, I'm all about watching yeah. scenes that involve them. Like Jason's one of them. Yeah. And like Ricky Johnson. There's like a couple different mm-hmm. performers. And mm-hmm. then to avoid what's been interesting is I didn't have the access to like the more ethical stuff. Yeah. But to avoid sometimes the more mainstream stuff, you then yeah. start to follow their in, their individual content. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Specific. It's... Yeah. Once you find a performer, you can often like trust their career. And Mick has even said to us like, if a performer is promoting their work on their social platforms, chances are like, hopefully they were treated well and they believe mm-hmm. in the production company producing it. Otherwise, they wouldn't promote it. There are contracts that obligate them to as all. Mm-hmm. Actors know, but, yep. but I mean, generally speaking, like, I think it's wonderful to like find a performer you like and follow their career and support them, and then therefore find like reliable content. Because typically, or, if they don't, you know, make a certain kind of porn, you like <laughs> you know you can avoid that certain kind of porn. Absolutely. They're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or you could yeah. go to like many vids and like go yes. to their own. Yes, created yeah. like content. yeah, and yeah. that's really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- I didn't know. I forgot the name, but yeah, yeah, like you go to their many vids, and it's like, oh, okay, oh shit, Jason's in this. Yes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so let's see what. Let's what else see the rest have? of the scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand yeah. that there's a certain amount of beast, like the beast that has to be fed. So yeah. it's just like at times there are going to be scenes where you know, but if they're prom- like like Mickey said, if they're promoting it, I'm more likely to be like, oh, okay, cool, let me go yeah. check this out because yeah. you know, I think. That came out just like, well, I'm just tired of just seeing the same scene over and over again. I mean, how many times can this house be broken into? (laughs) It's the same fucking house. It it, nine times out of ten is the same damn house. So, yeah. 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 Well, what do we think? Are any of these going into our spank banks? Andy? I'll be watching Naughty in the Tub again, I imagine. Yeah. 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 I'm a a fan uh, of Demi, so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I liked them both. Yeah, yeah, I like them too. I, I like 
love Mickey Mod. I think I'll just defer to Mickey Mod in scenes more than him solo, just because yeah. my thing is scenes more than solo stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought they were both hot, and this this is probably the hottest like male masturbation thing we've watched on the show. I think it's my it's my fave. So yeah, they're both solid entries for me. Now, I'm definitely I'm sending that one. To some, <laughs> to some people, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, Andy, for being here. Thank you for having thank me. You, this was yeah, fun. thank you, Andy, for joining us in a yeah. difficult and, on your part, very generous conversation. It's really oh, good to talk to you about all this stuff thank and you to for inviting me. share yeah. your thoughts with our listeners. And we'll keep talking about this stuff. This is by no means the end of the conversation about BBC porn or interracial porn or the racial dynamics in mainstream porn in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is a great start uh, to cracking this particular topic open. So Absolutely. thank you so much. Glad I could help. Yeah. I'm around. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to Girls on Porn. Just a reminder to rate, review, subscribe, tell all your friends. Um, Find us on Instagram at Girls on Pern, on Twitter at GOP the podcast, and at our website, girlsonporn.com. And thanks for listening to Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>